Hello. Guys. Welcome back to episode 10 uh, from Blended to Besties. Yep. Um, unfortunately, this episode, <laughs> yep. <laughs> this episode is going to be a quick one. Uh, my phone's dying. Okay. Yes. And there's no resuscitating it today, I love that unfortunately. For you. Not till later. Um, this is one of the days where we do have to film two podcasts. So yes. let me just jump right into the meat and potatoes of this podcast. Meat and potatoes. Yes, ma'am. I found this article on live, not on live. Online. Online, then. On BuzzFeed. To be on BuzzFeed. And it's 13 famous people who have used controversial parenting methods. And I thought it was interesting. So I sent it to Tiffany and I wanted to get her opinions on it. But I was like, no, it save it for the podcast. It should be worded a little differently. It should be 13 like controversial parenting methods that famous people use. Because mm-hmm. um, it's not the famous people who created it. They're just following things that typical people, uh, typical yeah. people may or may not do. I don't know. So I wanted to share them and give our opinions on, and maybe, you know, you have you guys thinking, cause I love, like we, we have a girlfriend named Darren and she loves sharing her, uh, her parenting. Yeah. She, I mean, it's controversial for some people, but she loves sharing her parenting, like the way she parents online, whether yeah. it may be popular or unpopular. Some people may agree. Or yeah. And then some, some things like, uh. I, I think it really gets you thinking like, you know, she did one the other day where it was like, uh, do your kids share? Did you see that video? Oh, I did see that one. What do you think about it? I think she said she didn't have her kids share. She said that she, she explains to her kids that it's nice to share mm-hmm. because you like when people share to you, but she said she does not make her kids share because she doesn't want her kids to think that she, they are entitled to other people's things. So I, so I'm, I'm the wishy-washy one. I agree that aspect when it comes to other people's kids. Like you, you can share with them if you have to, if you don't, if you want to or don't want to. But I think with siblings and within families, I think teaching them to share is more important because kids are the type of people of like, I mean, with the boys sometimes they're like, it's mine, it's mine. Mm-hmm. And they're very selfish about it. So I think at home sharing, I think is important. Outside of the home, I hate, and I'm gonna say this right now, people are gonna come for me. I don't give a damn. I hate when we take the kids to the playground and there's other people's kids snatching our kids stuff. You didn't ask. Period. You didn't, you know, you don't even know our kids to even greet them to be like, hey, like to know or anything. You just take that shit. I think it's so rude. And I don't tell the kids share with that little boy who wants to play with that toy. I tell the little boy that toy doesn't belong to you. Give it back, please. (laughs) What happens if they're like going up to kids trying to like share with their stuff? What do you mean? Like if there was a kid that had a ball and Bryce was like, hey, you know, like I really want to play with that ball. Then I would tell Bryce to ask. And if he says no, then it's a no. And then you do not keep going. You do not force that child to share with you if they don't want to share their things because it's that boy's toy. I'm also, well, I'm also very big, um, especially here now. Like I used to be more of you need to share, you need to share, you need to share. But these kids just don't want to share. So I'm like, then don't expect the other one to share with you either. And that's what we're doing here now. As of recent, like when I saw Darren's post, I was like, that's actually a a coincidence because we've kind of been doing the same. Mm -hmm. Like both of them are equally as bad with, well, that's mine. And I'm like, well, then it's yours. And yes, you can have it. It is yours. 100%. You got that gift or you bought that toy yourself. It is yours, but don't, don't ask the other Mm -hmm. one to share with you. You keep your toys to yourself and then you keep your toys to yourself. And if you guys want to play together, great, but we're not doing this whole, like one pisses you off and then you guys are going to start fighting and then it's, oh, well then it's all of a sudden it's mine, even though y'all were sharing before. No. 
So yes, we also do the whole thing of if they're fighting over the same thing, we ask who does it belong to and whoever does it belong to give it back to them. I mean, if you guys can't mm-hmm. play nicely with each other, then just return it. And if it's still an issue, then no one's going to play with it. Period. So that's a little bit of like taking people's like, like I said, like Darren's parenting thing and discussing it ourselves is kind of like what we're doing today. Yeah. So we're going to go through all 13 of these and uh, hopefully my phone doesn't die. I love that. So this one, I don't know if we should share who does it or not. I don't yeah, know who sure. Julia Fox is. Julia Fox dated Kanye West after uh, Kim Kardashian. She's the one who was like, I got jams on TikTok. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember? Okay. I remember. So her theory is the concept of childhood was invented as a way to get parents to buy, to buy things that kids don't need, like toys. She said it's uh, not really teaching your kids anything. You just end up raising a kid that likes – that's helpless and doesn't know what to do things. So basically she's saying buy kids things that they need. They don't need toys because toys are just, you know, it's stuff that doesn't matter. Buy them something. She gives an example, a a mini cleaning set that she got for her child to teach them life skills. It includes a broom, a cleaning brush, like a little dust pan, a rag, and maybe like a vacuum or something. So buying them stuff that's basically teaching them life skills rather than things like Hot Wheels cars. And she says she does that so that when they enter the real world, that they don't have to outsource for everything they knew how to do. They know how to do things for themselves. You go first. (laughs) I would like to go first. Um, I have to both agree and disagree. I mean, we have things as adults that don't serve any purpose in our lives that we'd like to do for pleasure. Um, Watching TV, you know, like scrolling on our phones, you know, we have hobbies that don't serve us, you know, um, that are just purely for entertainment and for fun. But then I also do agree that kids need to learn how to do shit. Like, you know, I mean, our, the boys here at my house have been wiping off tables and doing chores and things since they were younger. Um, Bryce had a little kitchen in his room for the longest and, you know, was teaching him how to, you know, cook food and stuff and buying your kids like a little baby lawnmower. And I'm, I'm all about that because eventually, yes, they are going to have to learn how to do things. And especially when you're raising boys, I mean, it's not, the wife's job to do everything in the house. And I think we should teach them young to realize that, you know, you, you can learn how to do this too. Um, but I also am the type of mom that if my son wanted a baby doll, like I would totally be fine with it too, because you need to be learning how to take care of babies. So what do you think? I completely disagree. Really? <laughs> I think it's bullshit that she said the childhood um, was invented to get parents to buy kids stuff that they don't need. I will never want my kids to have stuff like a cleaning kit. Like if you buy my kid a cleaning kit, I'm going to be like, why? Like, so you never have like a vacuum or anything like when you were little that like, I had a toy vacuum if I wanted it because I thought it was cool. I don't want like my parents to buy it to me and be like, well, you need to learn how to use a vacuum, like that type of thing. Mm -hmm. Because I think a childhood is where a child is meant to be a child. Let them play, let them have fun. I was just talking to my mom the other day. Michael wanted a Pokemon card that is like online for like $15 and it was just a card. Mm-hmm. And I was like, did I used to want stupid shit like this as a kid? And my mom was like, yeah. She's like, and I bought it for you too. She's like, it made no sense. It was a waste of money, mm-hmm. but it made you happy. And I was like, okay. So then I bought it for Michael, even though I also think it was a waste of money. I just think they're kids. You Michael a $15 Pokemon card? Don't judge me. This is not the topic. Which Pokemon was it? I don't know. Some fat looking Pokemon. I don't, I, I have no idea. Well, it's supposed to be here soon. Oh my God. I'll show you guys. You are such a sucker. I can't with you. But I think kids should be kids. And if they want stupid stuff that makes no sense, like if Michael wanted 
a stuffed animal of like a turd. You know that was a thing, like the mm. emoji turd. Oh yeah, we talked Do about it. Do I think one. it's dumb? A hundred percent. But if it's what the kids are interested, like why am I to tell them like no that that there's no point to it? Like just let them be kids and have fun. Like I don't I don't care. I wanted stupid stuff as a kid. Let them have yeah. stupid stuff as a kid. Let them be little as long as they can before they do need to grow up and learn how to clean the house and pay bills and shit like that. Like I can see that. Like I said, I see both sides. Um, like I said, my kids have been helping out because me, the way that I am is we're all a part of this family. I am not the only one fucking cleaning this house. I'm, yeah. I'm not the only one who lives here. I'm not the only one that makes a mess. We're all taking care of this house together. My husband works you know, 14 hours a day, he still comes home and does dishes. He still comes home and takes out the trash. Like we all live here. It is not my job. And I'm not raising kids that are sitting around the house doing absolutely nothing. Um, I have videos of Michael when he's a year old, taking a, a, a napkin and wiping off the table. Like we're, we're all learning this together. Okay. From and a that's young where age. you like you you take some time like if now it's playtime and then when playtime is over oh, then sure. it's cleanup time. I'm you not separate saying, the yeah. two. I think her only having the teaching them life skills all the time like you should let them be kids. <laughs> you should not be teaching a three year old life skills and they don't get to have fun and play and play with stupid useless shit because it it, it doesn't bring value to their life. Yeah. Like sometimes they don't need to have stuff that creates value mm-hmm. or whatever. No, I agree. I agree. Girl, I just read the second one. <laughs> Girl, I'm scared. <laughs> I agree so with that 100 my kid has i when we moved girl i counted over 300 hot wheels like my, bryce has so many pokemon and trucks and paw patrol and so i 100 agree with you and then i can see the other side as well i am definitely not like yeah no just having cleaning supplies for your kid no. is the it, way to go like 100 not that but i can see having in addition to the stuff you already have for children to play with not even that though. Like if I wanted I to teach my child a vacuum cleaner, I would teach them how to use a real one. Like I wouldn't buy a fake one. I mean, if they wanted the little, you know, pink one that pops the bubble or it's red, I think it is that pops bubbles and stuff like that. That's fine. It's a toy. Let them have fun. But if they genuinely want to learn how to vacuum, they're going to learn on a real vacuum. I should take that vacuum I bought. Yeah. Back. Take that vacuum back then. <laughs> So the second one that we have here, oh, Lord, it's an article. So I'm trying to like shorten it for you guys. But just just seeing the words, I'm already here. This one is Pamela Anderson. She said she wanted her two teenage sons to practice safe sex, drink and experiment with drugs in moderation, find true love, um, I think in their own home is what she said. Um, So that they're not learning it from someone else. Yeah. So that they're not learning that she's not, she doesn't want her kids to be afraid. She doesn't want to be afraid of her kids surfing the internet. She wants them to make proper decisions and can't be in denial of what life has to offer because life has to offer a lot. I can see that. Um, I don't know. I'm like such on the fence with that because my mom was like a hundred percent. Like the reason I say it all the time, like I started drinking when I was like 14 because my mom used to have me drink at home with her because she wanted me to learn my tolerance like before because she kids are gonna do what kids are gonna do period you know if you if you're 14 12 10 and you want to start drinking i mean kids are gonna do what kids are gonna do and so she knew it was kind of like inevitable that when i got to high school like eventually at one point whether i was 17 or you know i turned 18 or whatever like i was gonna start drinking and she wanted me to know what alcohol was like before i just randomly went out and got blacked Mm -hmm. out somewhere um 
the way she went about it over my childhood, I don't think I would do the same. Sneaking me into bars when I was underage and all that stuff. I don't think I would recommend that. Um, I don't know. I, I can see where you're coming from. I really can. And it sounds like a good idea. I was going to say, I can it see where sounds she's coming du- from. It, it, it sounds like an amazing idea, but. <laughs> I think with this, I think having a, having an open line of communication is key. Because the way your mom did it, I think is ideal. Yeah. I mean, my mom did threaten me if I, if I had sex before, like an age, like she was going to beat my ass. Like, yeah, having fun. an open line of communication. Sorry, Megan's phone's about to die. Having an open line of communication is important. I think talking to them about options, talking to them about consequences, how they would feel, obviously age appropriate wise, mm-hmm. um, is important. But I also would not let my child do whatever and whenever in my home. Um, I'm not trying to be no goddamn party house. Yeah, but sure. I definitely think letting them know of things like on the topic of, you know, safe sex and sex, safe sex and stuff. Talk about celibacy, talk about options of safe sex, talk about consequences, like having the discussion so it's all there. This whole like keep your legs closed and that's the only only option isn't feasible with some kids, especially these day and age, apparently. Um, But do let them know options. I mean, I know as a kid, I didn't know all the options that I know as an adult. Like I didn't know there was more than one different type of uh, birth control, like literally had no idea. So Bringing that up, I think, at an age-appropriate setting. Obviously, we're not talking to a five-year-old about stuff like this. Yeah. Um, but discussing things, I think, is reasonable. Um, experimenting Absolutely in not. moderation. Like, I... Absolutely not. I don't personally agree with that. Um, I just... I mean, there's a reason why there's age limitations to things. Like, there's a reason why you have to be 21 to drink. There's a reason why you have to be 18 to smoke. Um, there's a reason why some movies have ratings. Like, there's just reasonings. I'm not going to sit there and tell the kids that they can do it in our house, but they can't do it anywhere else or legally anywhere else. Um, that's a little bit of sketch sketch. Yeah, those are my thoughts on that one. The third one Oh, I don't know if you did. You read the article actually? Massive I read progress. some of it, but then I was like, I should really keep this a surprise. Oh, girl, I read the whole thing. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> I did. So the third one is Kristen Bell. She shared that. Oh, I did see that one. Her youngest daughter was having trouble sleeping, so they locked her up in a room until she tied herself out. Now, the way that the article wrote it was that they seems yeah. more terrifying than what it is. So the daughter was in her room. They just weren't letting her out of the room. So she had no choice but to lay in bed or just sit in her room alone. No, they said they locked the door. No, I get that. But it's like she wasn't locked in like a fucking closet. Like, oh, it was yeah, it was in, in her, her room. They were saying they were outside of the door saying she needed to go to bed. They were not letting her leave the room. She had no choice Correct. but to stay in the room. Yeah. I get where they're going with it. Mm-hmm. Um. The thing with this is it's really hard to console kids when they don't want to sleep because every single kid is different. Some people will lay in bed with the kids until they go to sleep. Some people will do like reading the stories. Some people, I think when Michael, a couple of times when he was little, if he wouldn't go to sleep, he didn't have to, but he needed to stay in his room. Like I didn't care what he was doing. And then when you would come back like an hour or two later, he was passed out either in the middle of the room or on the bed himself. He just could not leave the room, but we didn't lock the door. I mean, (laughs) his door was open. Yeah. The door was open. Um, but he just needed to stay in the room. He couldn't like turn on a TV or anything like that. He needed to like self soothe himself to sleep at four or five or whatever Mm -hmm. age he was. Um, 
I don't know. I don't know why she needed to hold the door. I... Maybe it's because the kid was trying to get out. Maybe. I mean, I can imagine if you have a very – I've seen some people with their toddlers who are very, very um, outgoing, and I could see where you need to calm them down in type of that type of way, but – yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't agree with that one. I think that's a little traumatizing and a little much, especially for a young a young child, yeah, I think like she said it was a three. Yeah. That's I'm gonna have love her, love Frozen, let it go. Um, I'm gonna have to disagree politely with that one. Yeah, I'm just and I don't like I'm I'm such a big proponent on like let babies cry it out and stuff like that. But, like, there comes a point in time that you do have to go in there and see, like, if everything's okay and calming them down. Because, like, I mean, I'm sure you've seen, like, when kids cry so hard, like, they're, like, freaking mm-hmm. practically, like, choking on their cough. Like, that breaks my heart. And I would just be, like, literally, like, what do you want to do? Like, let's mm-hmm. agree to do whatever you want to do for a little bit to calm you down so you can go to sleep because, like, it's it's yeah, terrifying. That's really scary. Um. So, yeah, I can, I can see where that drama came from. <laughs> They said that they would unlock the door after she went to sleep and that it was only about 10 minutes to clarify. Um, But to each their own in that situation. What the fuck is this? I'm sorry. I don't think I read number four. Okay. That's it. Girl, that's already, I can answer that right now. Alicia Silverstone said that uh, she would basically pre-chew the food for her 10-month-old son and then she would feed him directly from her mouth. That's a no for me. Our kids are not birds. That's a, that's a no for me. Or like, to make, hello. I'd like to make it very clear. I've never done that. Never will. That's that is a no for me. Period. It's bad enough that kids have to eat baby food, or sometimes can be really bad smelly. Like I smell some of the baby food. And I'm just like, Ugh. no. I no. don't want to masticate my child's food and then give it to them. It's, I just feel like that's it's it's that's, it's taken a little too far. Like yeah. we've come through such a long way as a species. Like we, it's a no. I don't, know, I don't agree with that. I don't I don't um, care her reasoning. I honestly do not care. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't I don't agree with that's that. That's disgusting. One. Oh, Mila Kunis and I've seen this before. Uh, there's two. There's two Mila Kunis ones in this one. This is oh, the first really? one. I love that. Which I agree with this one. I think this is a great idea. So Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher stated that they started a tradition where they don't give their kids um gifts on Christmas. And I think that's a great thing. So they allow the, the grandparents and stuff give gifts, but they do prefer it to be experiences and not actual toys. Because they say love that. the kids can have anything they want. Obviously, they're they're well off. They don't want to – I think they explain that they don't want to make the kids be spoiled and to assume that every holiday they get something. Mm. Like it's not about the moment, the experience with your family. It's about when, when am I getting my presents. And I think yeah. that is a great idea because, I mean – I uh, I was t- when Bryce brought up the other day that he thought uh he Bryce thought that he wasn't gonna have Christmas now that he's in school because, because he, he has, has to go to, to school, school in November or de- December. <laughs> but he was upset because he was like, "When am I gonna get my presents?" And I think a lot of kids have that mentality of Christmas means presents, not like the spirit of Christmas and spending time with family. So I definitely agree mm-hmm. with that being a great tradition. However. I feel like it would never apply to us or to my future kids because it would suck, first of all, to be 10 and 5 and go from having gifts and then not having gifts. I think well, it's we've kind been of toning cool. back. Like, we've been, especially last year, like, just buying, like, maybe one or two more expensive gifts mm-hmm. and then just not so much, like, the little... The little things 10, that they never the, use. Yeah, just, like, the little filler gifts, my dad calls them. I, mean, um, I have a boss that I used to work for. And she, every single year, like her and her husband decided that they would only get their kids one gift for Christmas. Mm-hmm. 
and that's, that's it. Like it was, you could have one thing that you really wanted, but Christmas was not about gifts. And I actually like really love that. You know, oh shit, sorry. The article moved. You know, it's too much when both boys literally have toys still to this day from last Christmas that they never opened. Michael mm-hmm. still has toys in his room that are literally still opened or still um, closed. And what we do around the Christmas time is I take those toys and I donate it to Toys for Tots because he didn't use it for a whole year. They're great toys. Mm-hmm. Might as well give them to another yeah. child. I'm not going to leave it there to be unused. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that's a great tradition. I love the way that Mia, Mila Kunis and Ashton parent their kids, actually. Like the way the they do one? it. The bath one. Um, hold on. So this is also Ashton and Mila. Uh, they bathe. They bathe their kids with soap only when they see dirt on them, but not daily. <gasps> I saw this on the news. Mm-hmm. This so is on I. the news. So hold on. I have to read it again. Mila said she didn't have hot water as a child, so she didn't shower often growing up. But when she had children, she didn't wash them every day. Um, she didn't want to be the parent that bathed their new, their, that newborn. Bathed their newborn, newborn. Sorry, I can't read today. So apparently, this is the part that I saw in the news. There was experts agreeing with them, saying that when you bathe the kids too much. Especially little kids, like mm-hmm. baby newborns. Their skin is so fragile. And itchy yeah. and stuff like that. So I can see that. I know a lot of people who literally only um, bathe, like, the babies in, like, the roll areas to take maybe yeah, dirt away. you can get yeast. Bryce got a yeast infection underneath his his neck one time mm-hmm. from his little neck rolls. Yeah. Um, so I can see that. I think it depends on the age. As soon as a kid, like Michael's age, and they start hitting like adolescent area, um, definitely teach them the importance of washing. Girl, especially when they got PE every single day. That's mm-hmm. all I got to say about that. I think, I guess it depends on the age thing. I can see where she comes from though. Like they don't shower every day. Our kids don't shower. It, it depends. Like if I know that Michael, like Michael had a pacer test today at school or I know he, and he's having PE twice a day because mm-hmm. something's happened with the Spanish teacher. So I know he's extra sweaty and stuff. I'm like, you need yeah. to take a shower. Like there's a couple times where Bryce, he won't shower for like a day or two, but mm-hmm. we're just sitting in the house on the weekends. Like yeah. he's not rolling around outside. Like, no, I definitely agree with it. I mean, I also have the sensitive skin and I've had um, skin conditions as a kid. So it's like, you have yeah. to be careful with that because overbathing can can take away those necessary oils and stuff. Just like with our hairs, I mean, yeah, I really overwashing our hairs causes so much shit and whatnot. I really support you only showering once every week and a half. I love that, um, but definitely like don't just like not shower at all. She does the I think rinse off method. Yeah, um, I think at least do that if anything else. Don't just be like, yeah, you're good enough, you know. Yeah, she said if there was no visible dirt, like she wasn't bathing her kids. Yeah. Rinse Which off. I was like, mm, I don't know about that because sometimes no visible dirt, you can still smell a certain way. But I don't think I've ever seen dirt on the kids, but they still stink. <laughs> yeah, I know that. You know, that's that's for sure. Like, I don't really see a lot of dirt on them, but I know if it's been two days, I'm like, Bryce, yeah. you need to go take a bath. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's and in Florida, like you know they'd be sweating. Yeah, and especially we live in Florida, so it is humid outside, especially in the summer. Like in the winter, it might be a little different. No, mm-hmm. no, we're not going three days without taking a shower. Like, I'm sorry, yeah. two days is my max. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Um, number seven is uh, Lisa Welchel. Never heard she, of her before in my life. Neither have I. I've never seen her. Promotes using hot sauce to discipline children, and she admitted to doing so on her own. I love that for her. Um, I don't think that that's okay, but my stepdad used to do that to us. Really? Mm-hmm. I never had anything like that. When we were older, more so the boys. Uh, but yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't until we were like in high school. And then one time I had a boy come over and my stepdad made him sit there 
and eat hot really? sauce. The hottest hot sauce, like, off of a toothpick, yeah. And, like, the, the guy that I was dating was, like, dying. This is and... on the same, like, I don't know if it's on, I'm asking you, is it on the same level as if your kid says a swear word, swear word putting, putting soap. soap in their mouth? I think so. I think that's kind of, like, like I as well. personally I don't, don't agree with both because soap isn't meant to be put in your mouth and hot sauce isn't meant to be a punishment. Like, when we punish the kids, it's, like, a timeout, discipline type of thing, like, I just, it backfired on my parents. We all love hot sauce now. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I don't want something where they take too much or it goes down bad or I don't know. I just don't like, don't use food as a punishment. That's kind of weird. And hot yeah. sauce is technically like a food. Like you're supposed to enjoy it, not fear it. I wish it's my literally meaning to cause your kids pain without hitting them. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's the same as hitting your kids. It's meant to cause pain. Yeah. And I don't think that that's okay. Yeah, I never Period. got that concept of the whole bar and soap. I know it's to, like, wash away whatnot, but, like... It's to punish your kids. It's to make them feel nasty and gross, and it's it's just to so make your kids feel miserable. Like, that's that's what it is. I, I don't agree with that personally. Um, so oh. that's enough for me. We love hot sauce. Um, oh, God. Here's Alicia Silverstone again. Time. Good Lord. Um, this one is she started potty training her son at six months old. Oh, it was oh, called I love that, Elimination though. Communication in which... Parents use as cues from their babies to know when they have to poop and then help them use the toilet. Six months old, though? The babies are just so learning I've, how to sit up. I've seen it. So apparently they wait to see when the child looks like they're going to go and they take the little baby and just hold it over the toilet. I don't got... Okay, to each their own there. I, can you imagine going out on a bow and like having to like force women to move out the way and be like, because you know your, your child ain't going to hold his little shit and you're going to tell people like, my baby has to use the toilet and it's six months old and you're trying to drag him in the bathroom so he can sit over the toilet. Like, I don't agree with that. I know it's people trying to teach their kids to potty train earlier so that they um, aren't struggling to potty train like at later ages. Um, I just, I don't know. I think that is something that is like to each the, to each is their own. I just personally would never do that. Do I think there's anything wrong with it though? No, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I don't think obviously it's dangerous to the child or anything. Yeah. I just think it's a lot of work and a I lot of an effort. Really, really silly. You have to be staring at your child constantly to make sure you hit that cue because you never know. And I've seen babies when they make those faces, you know, they're like, <laughs> like they're, they're pushing, like you have to be like ready to go. Um, and I just, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think I could do that. I apologize for getting up so much. If you guys are watching us on YouTube, I'm in the middle of making dinner because we're filming our podcast at seven o'clock at night. Um, we usually film in the, the daytime, but I got that's kids to feed. So what is this one? Gwyneth, Pal- oh, Gwyneth Paltrow is another one. That's kind oh, of I actually like this one. This was interesting. Gwyneth Paltrow shared that she only allows her kids to watch TV in Spanish or French so that they can learn the language. I think at, like only? starting small. She doesn't let them watch TV like English in TV. Like, it has to be in a different language. Only. In a, like, they've never watched cartoons in English. Yeah. it's huh, interesting. I think – I mean, I don't think it's a punishment, especially if that's so all they've ever known. Yeah. They will learn it, and they will watch it just like they watch regular TV. But does she speak – like, can she help them along? You know what I mean? Like, does she speak Spanish and French? Or is it just, like, mommy, what are they saying? And it's like, I don't know. Well, she says when she when she's, like, out of town, she goes to France. She also buys their cartoons in that language. So I'm assuming she does know it too then. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I think that's a great way to do – I used to yeah. do that as a kid. I would watch, um, 
was it Dora the Explorer, I think, like in Spanish, not like just the English or Spanish, completely in Spanish. And you end up picking it up where you don't even realize that you're like watching the show in a whole different language. I think that will help them. Um, but someone at the age, like Michael's age, 11 or 12, that's not going to work in his favor. Yeah. He's going to be frustrated because he has no idea what's going on. And then he's going to start just making up what he thinks might, what might they be saying. Yeah, I can see that for sure. Um, as long as, you know, like I said, like as long as she knows it, because girl. I was like, yeah, <laughs> don't make your child do it by themselves. I know. They have no idea what's going on. Who's that? She's from, uh, um, I can't remember. I'll tell you the name. You guys will know. Man. Mayim Balik. She, um, she marries the nerd in that show. Oh, my goodness. I cannot remember. It's a show about science, and there's a guy who's, like, really science. Oh, the science guy? No. Oh. <laughs> um, I got the theme song in my head. Is it that was the three nerds? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've never watched that show. But you know what I'm talking about yeah, with, the three, with the three nerds? So she's married to Sheldon. Okay. Sheldon. She's married to Sheldon in the yeah. thing. I can't remember what it's called. Um, however, it says that she refuses to give her kids medications or antibiotics when they're sick. I'm going to add a clarification. She does say that her kids are um, so two and vaxxed. She's not an anti-vaxxer because people were saying she was an anti-vaxxer. She was saying that she felt like for a cold and the flu that the kids just, just should just go through the motions without relying on like Tylenol and Moltrin is what she said. Neither of our sons have ever been given antibiotics, nor do we give them Tylenol or Moltrin and the histamines, cough syrup. She says your body will fight it itself. Your body will fight a cold or a body fight the flu. She says she's not an anti-vaxxer. So if like the kids had COVID, she would take them to the doctor. She's talking about like smaller things like a cough, a flu, a flu. the cold. Yeah, if they had like the mumps or something, yeah. she would take them in. So I could see that because my mom used to say as a kid, like for the cold, like when we would get cold, she's just like, just go through with it. Because the more you take medicine, the the harder it is to fight it as you get older mm-hmm. anyways. No, I, I can see that. And we try to do the same thing. I think we, if the kids have a fever, that's where I kind of, like if they have a cold or a cough or, you know, runny nose or whatever, like my kids be running, running noses all yeah. time, like coughing and whatever. Like I don't give them medicine for that. It's a fever. And if it's a high fever, I don't so give, reducer, yeah, like a fever I, reducer? I don't. And if, if I give them something to help their fever, it's usually at night to help them sleep. Yeah. Um, so that they can, their body can fight it more. Uh, a fever, like over like 102, 103, mm-hmm. I will give them Tylenol or something at night. Sometimes during the day too to help them sleep. Yeah. Uh, I'm not against it though. If you want to give your kid Motrin, I think to each their own. We don't judge here. So. I guess it, it depends on how the kid is. Cause like you don't want the kid to suffer. But I mean, like there's times if Michael just has a cold and doesn't feel good, like just lay in bed and have mm-hmm. some soup. soup like let your body yep. push it through and then you'll be fine. It's when they're really like struggling to eat, struggling to sleep, or not they're drinking like water, like vomiting a lot. Like those are the things where I think medication and antibiotics like are super. And I mean, I'm pro antibiotics. So that's besides the point. But, um, yeah, so I think that I can see where people are controversial with that. Um, number 11. What Penelope Cruz. Oh, Penelope Cruz shared that she doesn't allow her two kids who are 8 and 10 to have cell phones or social media. I love that. I'm, I'm, I'm about it. Our 11-year-old has a phone, but that's because he goes to two different households and because I'm just terrified of him being in school and stuff and not having a way to communicate. But he has no access to he the internet. He has no access to the internet. We have parental controls to the T. I can literally see everything down to how fast he is driving in the car with Tiffany. I saw <laughs> on the thing today, it said two hard stops. And I was like, two hard stops. 
literally everything. Um, she says she's doing it. I don't, it. they do not have social media and will not for as long as I can help it. She says she's doing it to protect their mental health. And honestly, exactly. that's the best thing. Uh, there's a movie and I can't remember the name of the movie, but it's a teenage movie that was on ABC family that showed like a girl getting bullied on social media. Like she was maybe 13 and she was struggling and going through the stuff where like, it was really hard. And it's like, no one should have to go through bullying. And with social media and with the freaking what is it called? Key typers? Like mm-hmm. they will say anything because no one cares. Like kids like shouldn't have to war, deal with that. bullies or whatever. Yeah. They're mean to adults and like adults will That's cry. Like, I've cried with seeing some mean social media things. Can you imagine a kid going through that? With us being on our social media as our job, like that's even pushed me even more to be like, he does not need to be on social media. Period. Yeah. Social media is mean and I don't care how bad he wants to be on it. I'll fight him all day. Angry. Number 12, Kelly Clarkson admitted that she spanks her kids um, who are three and one years old at the time. Um, I think one is a little excuse. I don't know. We're not huge spankers here. Uh, we're, I'm more of like a pop on the hand. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never hit my kids in the face because I think that's disrespectful. 100%. Um, I, uh, a pop on the hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you doing? <laughs> Ow. Uh, <laughs> like pop on the side of the head like dude what are you doing kind of thing um i mean i've like hit michael on the back of the head like if he almost like let's say he was crossing the street without holding someone's hand oh, just to sure. be like hey like pay attention i'm like a, if we're holding hands and you're mm-hmm. being too loud I, i'm a squeezer hand mm-hmm. like hey relax um nothing to the point where they're crying or no. anything like that um i was spanked as a kid i was more than spanked as a kid uh I don't know. It didn't do anything for me mm-hmm. except make me hate my parents, yeah. period. So I'm not going to – it doesn't do anything for me personally, but you do you. I was never, <laughs> like, severely disciplined as a kid. I think I got stuff taken away from me and I got talked to, and I think those are, like, more than enough. I used to always say that I'm, like, believe in spanking because I don't see – I mean, the appropriate, like, spanking thing, but I never really ever seen a reason to do it, nor do I ever know of a real reason to do it, so mm-hmm. I don't think I would ever personally use it. Um, And I would never spank the kids who are technically not my own because I don't feel comfortable with doing that. I know some people have their own discussions on that, um, but I am not for that. Mm And lastly, Madonna. What the heck is this? Oh, I I remember this one. Madonna once told the news article, whatever, that she is strict about her children keeping their rooms tidy. However, the way that she goes about it. Oh, Lord. She said when she finds dirty clothes on her daughter's floor, she would take all of the clothes away and her daughter would have to earn her clothes back. So sometimes she would go to the to school, like the whole week of the school, in the same clothes because she never earned her, her clothes back. I'm all for punishing kids for not mm. having their rooms tidy, but clothes are technically a necessity. <laughs> like, Maybe. I don't... I mean... I don't think putting your child in like the same underwear, shirts, and pants every and day is like them a being punishment. subjected to bullying and all that. Yeah, like, I that's would never weird. want my kids to be bullied at school just to prove a point. We take the stuff away, like video games, like the phone, toys. Yeah. I don't see why you would take clothing items away. Like that's weird. Or at least like if you're gonna take clothing items away, take maybe like. I don't know, name brands. Designer like, stuff. Yeah, designer stuff. Like, just maybe, like, pick out your daughter's outfits for the week and be like, this is what you're wearing. Take away the ability of her being able to yeah. pick what outfits to wear, I guess. But don't don't make her wear the same clothes for a week. That's a little strange. Uh, um, yeah, I didn't agree with that. We have to that. disagree with that one as well. I, I just... 
and it's hard because I guess it's a girl. Like, how would you, would you yeah. discipline a girl differently than a boy? Because I don't think the boys would care if we took the Michael clothes away. for that. He... Bryce would be like, I was planning on wearing this tomorrow <laughs> anyways. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, I don't know. I'm also not super strict on their rooms being super clean either because my room isn't clean. I, I'm very big on, like, if I can't do it myself and I can't be the example, how am I going to ask my mm-hmm. kids to do it? Because then I just look like a hypocrite and my room isn't clean all of the time um so i i don't allow their room to be slobs but i'm not gonna be super anal about things i think a reasonable amount yeah i mean i'm the same way it's this it's just you have to lead by example your kids aren't gonna take you seriously unless they see you living the same life that you're preaching and i I don't care. I yeah. mean, like, I do care. I would love for their rooms to be clean all the time. I would also love for my own room to be clean all the time. But life, life happens. I, wish I had a clean room. Life happens. Um, we just expect it to be presentable. Like, with the correct. Michael's my, like, I don't make my own bed, so I obviously don't expect him to make Same. his own bed. But I expect to see your floor. Like, I would like yeah. to see the floor. I saw how the bed was this morning. I'd like to see it the way it was this mm-hmm. morning tonight, especially before you leave to one house or the other. Yeah. Um, but I don't expect like all the like figurines to be facing forward, yeah. the bed to be made, like the back, the carpet to be vacuumed. Like, no, yep. just make it presentable. So if someone did come over, they knew you had a floor. Like, yeah. And then, there. you know, if, if, if it's a cleaning day, cause you know, I, I keep my house pretty clean. It's not spick and span unless, you know, people are coming over and yeah. even then the majority, it depends on who's coming over. <laughs> but Tiffany, I don't do shit, but wow. um, <laughs> I'm like, don't look at my dishes in my sink, but you know, we know on cleaning days, we're all cleaning together, you know, and it's not just me, like I said earlier, cleaning the kitchen or, you know, taking out the garbage. We all do it together. I've gone in there with them and helped them got, get their rooms together and, you know, kind of point them and tell them what needs to be done. And we, we all do it together, you know? Yeah. So I think overall something that they didn't really talk about on here, it's like trying to make it like a teamwork thing, like not less on trying to force the kids to do crazy things and like working together, explaining things to them, talking to them about it. So it's like, I don't know, some of these things like, I would like to see like the kids sides of things like, you know, like mm-hmm. you affect your kids with what you do. Like when we even with the cleaning up, like we explain why they need to clean up their rooms. We yeah. explain why they shouldn't have social media. Like just give the explanations at least. Like don't think of something super unreasonable. Mm-hmm. The masticating food for your child. I don't see an explanation for that. Like I don't see why. They have baby food. That's what, that's what I get. Cause she said that we the child couldn't chew. We and I'm like a blender. The child can't chew because he's a 10-month-old. Completely reasonable. That's why they have, like, baby food. If you don't want to feed your kid processed baby food, like, you, you can, can make, make it. Baby food. You don't have to chew it. I just I – I agree to disagree. Um, but anyway, um, that yeah. is the end of today's podcast. Thank you so much for hanging out. I have to go serve my baby food unchewed. <laughs> I will not be doing my kids' food. No. Um, if you guys are seeing this on YouTube, make sure you guys leave any controversial topics that either you want our yeah. opinions on or that you do and you don't care that, you know, other people have anything to say about it. We'd mm-hmm. love to see that. Um, I'm sorry. I just saw your you cat saw fighting. Yeah. <laughs> other than that, that's it. That's all yep. we got. We will catch y'all next week. I think next week's our last episode. So we will see you then. Yep. Bye. Bye. You're like a lunatic. Why